How long have you two known each other? Quite a while? Um, not really that long. Probably since you started fishing the late, so we started hanging out. Yeah, we, I mean, first time I probably ever talked to you, I think it was like at a, at a open in Oklahoma or something. Probably. Something yeah, like that's that. right. Like 2015, something like that. So okay. what, that's five years. Yeah, that's right. We, we started, we, yeah. We had some mutual friends and stuff. Yeah. Your wife said that it could be either a great idea to put you two together or a terrible idea. So clearly you hang out a little bit. Yeah, we, we hang out a little bit off yeah. the water. We, yeah, we, we, we talk to each other on the phone every now and then yeah. and give each other a bunch of crap. Yeah. He, yeah, he cool. let me crash with him at uh, Smith Lake last year. So yeah, we had a good a, time. Got a free place to stay at his, his you know. That's the only reason he hung out. His little shack. Yeah. That's the only reason he hung out with me. Yeah. Because <laughs> he knew he had a free place to stay. That's great. Hey, you got to use what you can Yeah. Do. I think that's me. what they call friends with benefits, right? I think so. <laughs> Is that what we are? Yeah. Wow. And <laughs> things you find out on the Nolan. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> so you guys are on an off day here in uh, the beautiful town of Eufaula, Alabama. How far from here do you live? Well, about three and a half hours. So growing up, was this place sort of a legendary thing in your mind, or, you, mm, or was it not? Awesome? Not really. really. Like I went to when I went to college, which at Auburn, it's only an hour away. Mm-hmm. So like. I remember we come down here and fish mm. a little bit. I mean, it was because it was close, but I mean, it wasn't like the mecca of Alabama. But I mean, it's it was one of the top lakes. But it went through a cycle too, mm. up and down. So you were born in what year? Ninety one. Ninety one. You you're actually younger than him, right? Ninety. I'm at ninety two. Okay, yeah, so this like is one of the few guys on this tour who's younger than you. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm the youngest guy. Young boat by like a couple months. All these young bucks coming in here and yeah. taking our money. That's right. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever taken any of your money, ever. <laughs> nah, so, uh, Alton Jr., you are the son of Alton Sr., of course, a Bassmaster Classic champion. One, I believe your dad's one of the top 10 leading money winners of all time still. I believe he's in that top 10 list. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you almost didn't really have any other choice. You were going to be a bass pro I, from like the minute you were born, correct? Uh, you know, I I actually didn't know I wanted to be a professional fisherman until I was like probably 15. Really? I always fished with my dad growing up. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was pretty good at it. I had a lot mm-hmm. of experiences as a young at a young age. But um, when I started fishing my own tournaments, you know, just like little jackpot stuff yeah. around the yeah. house and uh, fishing the co-angler side of different different series, that's when I was like, hey, I, I kind of I kind of like this. The, mm-hmm. You know, the, the the competition side really kind of yeah. set a fire in me, and that's when I started taking it really serious. You've been around this your whole life, though, correct? I mean, yeah. Completely yeah, traveled I, with your mom and dad. I uh, I was homeschooled growing mm-hmm. up, traveled around. I don't know if y'all have seen the movie RV with uh, Robin Williams, but that's pretty much Is what my you? life was yeah. like. We traveled around in an RV and pulled a boat and truck behind it. You're an RV kid. Yeah. 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 I've seen I a lot know. of different things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. So the discussion before we actually turned the recorder on here was about a couple different things. Video games, we'll go back into that later, but also about uh, Brian Thrift, who showed up here this year, and uh, no surprise to really anybody who's paid attention to bass fishing. He's doing really well. Yeah, no surprise. Um, now I'm just impressed. I mean, you know, the, a lot of these guys out here are obviously, I mean, they're top anglers in the world. Um but there's a few certain anglers that are probably ahead of, of those of the rest of the guys from a you know overall standpoint of just knowing what to do and when to do it mm. 
and he's he's impre- he's impressive. Yeah. I mean, not just this tournament, but just you know his career and stuff. I mean, he's just mm-hmm. he lands on the best stuff on the lake in in a day, and that's that's impressive on a lake like this size, you know. But it's just it's crazy. Yeah, I was you know I've never actually gotten to fish against Brian. I've always heard the horror stories of you know <laughs> how he takes everybody's money and how good he is. Yeah. Um, but you know, you really never get to experience it until mm-hmm. you fish against him. And I texted a buddy last night and I said, I guess Brian is as good as everyone says he is. It, you know, it was, it's pretty impressive to show up to your first Bass Pro Tour event mm-hmm. against this group of guys and perform the way he did. And, uh, I'm going to guess this is not going to be the first, no. or the, the only championship round he fishes all year. This won't be. Either. No, I'll be surprised when he, when, when he doesn't, but, uh, no, it, it's, it's just, it's crazy how, how dialed in they get, you know, being out on the water, we're, we're on the water as, as long as they are, mm-hmm. but just the knowledge they have that, you know, like Brian has is impressive. We've dealt with uh, kind of a typical late winter, early spring condition here, and then it, it rained like crazy during practice, and things have changed every single day. Do you, do you guys get frustrated by that at all? I mean, is it? Extremely. I mean, yeah. Extremely, because, yeah. you know, uh, it, you pretty much just have to scrap practice mm. in events like these i mean you know whatever you find nothing's going to be the same your <clears throat> your best bet is just to i mean find a good area and hope you can make a bass bite you know because <laughs> things have changed Scramble. changed so so much it's we've gone since we got here it was warm and then we got rain and it got cold it came, the light came up three feet and it's come back down three feet mm. i mean in about a like a four day yes. time span I, I don't know if i've ever seen that it, um, some of the most extreme changes I've ever seen. Mm. Um, it's just frustrating to know what lives here yeah. and the conditions we're having to face and how tough it's been. So we really haven't been able to showcase this body mm-hmm. of water mm-hmm. um, to the best of its abilities. Sure looks, sure looks okay though. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a this lake. Like I said, like when I was in college, it was it was on a down cycle mm-hmm. and it was super tough. Like it was not it was it wasn't great, but it and since like the last couple of years like i've seen weights here and like my partner from college i mean he's had over 30 pounds best five several times in tournaments and so i knew what we were gonna come to but yeah the muddy water all the rain that's probably the worst that's probably the thing that's hurt because you gotta pr- pretty much put it right on their head i mean you gotta hit them right, right on I think personally, it's one of the toughest places with the conditions we've had. It's one yeah. of the toughest places I've ever seen to just go get a bite. Yes. I mean, when you get a bite, they're typically a good one. But mm-hmm. I mean, dude, just mm-hmm. getting a bite. I went uh, like almost full four full periods over the last two days without a bite. And you made like, it. And I made, you made the cut. Yeah. So I caught two fish the first day and six yeah. the second. Yeah. And made the cut. Um, so that just that just goes to tell you how how much of a grind it is. Um, what do we have? Like six anglers uh, yesterday didn't catch a bass. Yeah, I caught six fish in two days and 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 fish in the next <laughs> round. <laughs> uh, so that's yeah. and that's me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I mean, that's just hard. I mean, I'm casting the whole time. I mean, just it's it's hard to find a place that looks productive. So you found yourself in the in the barrel yesterday, I guess, for lack of a better term, trying to trying to survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever gonna get used to that? You think? No, not at all. No. Uh, yesterday, well, last year I was on that in that spot three times. Yeah, and yeah. all three times I ended up as you know one of the first three guys out. So it felt good to finally be that guy. That gotcha, gotcha. All right, welcome ride. to this side of the line. Yeah, you all know, right. And, um, 
It's probably the second most intense MLF moment I've had was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, having it all unfold in the last second. Yeah. Uh, yeah. At Kissimmee last year when you won, uh, I caught a good one right at the end to make me into the finals. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. second to that, that's about it. Like, yeah. I mean, yesterday, I told my official, I was like, dude, I'm feeling it. Yeah, you feel like, it. That's when I, I was fishing different. That's when I felt like the most. Yeah. Is it Kissimmee last year? You know, making it to that third day, like just like you were yesterday. You catch two or three in the last mm-hmm. 10, 20 minutes. Is you're you're jacked up. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, jacked I mean, up. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a awesome. whole nother level. Like, dude, it. I mean, I was backlashing and freaking out. Yeah, you're freaking like, out. It yeah, can't throw the way you want it to. It, it gets in your head big that's, time. That's crazy. Yeah. So, so are you adjusted to it more, you think, after a year now or, or no? I mean, this is the first event, right? I mean, it's been a few months. We haven't had a chance to really do this for a while. So The biggest thing I've learned is when that last hour hits, mm-hmm. you just better be in the best stuff you have no matter what because that's what everyone else does. Like if you notice the score tracker, the most moving that ha- movement that happens is the last hour because mm-hmm. everyone, no matter what their day is held, they're gonna go to their best fifty-yard stretch, True. and they're gonna they're gonna milk whatever's there, and typically that's gonna yield a couple bass for these guys. Right. And so I, I know yesterday that there wasn't much movement all day, but right there in that last thirty minutes to an hour, mm. there were more fish caught probably in that period than than the whole rest. So you better you better fish your best, really kind of save your best stuff for last. Almost. Yeah. No doubt. How much anxiety does it give you guys to be on the bank when there's forty guys out there right now? Conditions are maybe different, maybe not, who knows. But bottom line is that over the course of a six-day event, that swapping back and forth from being on to off, you're going to hit it sometimes, and sometimes you're not going to hit it at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's this week's different, too, because we've had changing conditions. Mm-hmm. Like, normally, I mean, in a normal tournament, like we probably have at Okeechobee, I mean, stuff will change, but it won't be, like, drastic. I mean, yeah. you know, it, you're going to have to get around a good area and just – and figure it out but it's it's not like this where you literally may fish a spot and it may be good one day and then it won't be good the rest of the week or, or you know whatever so yeah it's it's basically like what Alton said you mean you got to go out there and just try to figure out the day and that's hard that's hard to do yeah there's going to be a couple guys that do it yeah I haven't looked at score tracker today but I'm guessing I I personally think that the weights will continue to improve throughout the week as the water if it stabilizes mm-hmm. Because we're, I mean, it can't get much worse. Yeah, I don't think it. <laughs> I thought it may get it may get better, but I, I don't. I think there's going to be just a few guys that yeah. figure it out, mm-hmm. and then the rest is just going to be slow, yeah. painful death to the end, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> Let's talk about some really important things: uh, video games. So you confess that uh, you have a big screen downstairs. Yeah, play little video games here and there. You say that you you don't, but if you did commit to it, you'd you'd probably spend re- all your life doing it. I'm a recovering it. addict. Are you really? Oh, no. you're in recovery. No, recovering like, from college days. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, I used to play way too much Halo and Call of Duty Halo, and yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'd, I just am a lot less productive when there's an Xbox around. So I, 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 don't, I actually don't own an Xbox at the moment, and that's, that's intentional because <laughs> as much as I'm on the road, it's hard enough on the so wife. So the real reason I got an Xbox, I went to – Store. I went to the hospital to, to see this this young kid who has cystic fibrosis, and we were sitting there playing Xbox, and he murdered me. <laughs> he 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 beat me like I think forty eight to nothing, 
and I was like, and I was trying. I was like, I'm supposed to be decent at this. Like, I yeah. played Madden yeah. before. Right. I mean, and he just destroyed me. So I was like, I'm going to get an Xbox, and next time I play him, I'm going to compete with him. Yeah. So that's so I went and bought an Xbox like a week so later. you train up a little bit. Yeah, I've been training up a little bit. Have you been back? I haven't been back yet, but I'm... It's like Rocky music right yeah. now. But when I do, yeah. you better watch out. <laughs> Is that your jam, sports games? Like sports games? Yeah, or? yeah. I mean, I, I got that. I got uh, Madden. I got Grand Theft Auto, which, of course, I don't really understand it. Um, you but, drive around and do bad things. Yeah, you drive around and do bad things. Yeah. I, I got bored with that, and I got an NBA game. <laughs> but it's just too hard. So Madden's kind of my go-to if what I go about, down there and play. What about, like, the Mario series? There's... Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I played some of that in the past, but not recently. No, I just got a couple of games. I hadn't, I don't really play that much. I do have an N sixty four in the closet. I've got wow. Golden Eye. Yeah, uh, that's the real Mario OG. Kart. Oh yeah, that's yeah. the OG. Oh games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean the OG OG is Atari. Yeah. Do you even know what Atari is? Yeah. Have you two heard about I, Atari? Yeah, but that was. I think I saw it in a cave drawing one time. Oh, you got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I was back in Asteroids, Space Invaders. Yeah. N64, oh, yeah. Nintendo 64 was, was our yeah. deal growing up, probably. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. What, um, what else besides bass fishing would you two consider yourself to be better than average at? Absolutely nothing. Come on. I, to- I told you, I'm I- not good at anything. Literally. I, I, Basket I, waving? I, I literally don't. I don't think... <laughs> I would say I'm above average at anything. I mean, I'm decent at snow skiing. That's about the only thing athletically that I'm good at. I've Got been it. doing it since I was a little kid, but that's about it. Right. Did you, uh, either of you compete as kids in basketball, baseball, football, yeah. and that stuff? I did play high school basketball. Mm. Yeah, I played but I, I was a bench warmer. Yeah. Your dad's a basketball fiend. I know he loves the, the game of basketball, right? Yeah, he loves to watch. Ba- he's all about Baylor basketball. Yeah. 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 It's a good year for it, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Good year for Auburn basketball, too. Yeah, I know. We're killing it. Yeah. Got a good coach. Um, I am not really above average. I mean, I like to, I'm, I'm mediocre in a lot of stuff. <laughs> like golf, I'm, I'm mediocre. I'm mediocre. I'm not great, but I'm not horrible. Golf's hard. It's hard, yeah. Yeah. But I like to play. So I'd play golf a lot if I could. I live close to a golf course. So. I know what Jordan's good at. Let's hear it. You know, like you, you know what a sommelier is? Yeah, wine, uh, wine sommelier. Wine. This dude's a, a a gas station biscuit sommelier. Yeah, he's I had That's he's had a, he's right. had a biscuit out of every gas station east of the Mississippi. I'm pretty sure. You told me you were gonna I, I'm a deliver food. me to the biscuit promised land, and I didn't. And you didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I'm. You owe me. I, I do owe you. I, I food. I, I I'm a good judge at food. <laughs> I, I know what good food is. That's the truth, though. You yeah. do. Yeah. When you I can sniff out. Places, I can sniff out a good place. All right. Getting better. I'm getting better at uh, grilling. I, I'm I'm getting above average at that. Okay. All so right. I'm working on that right now. You whipping on the Traeger yet? Yeah. Nice. I got me one too. Yeah, it's awesome. I'm on that bandwagon. It's, I'm I'm impressed so far. Yeah. It so, make, makes it makes a bad cook seem like a good. cook. Yeah, That's for sure. It is. Yeah. Crutch, yeah. It, kind of it does. Yeah. You can't ruin something. <laughs> yeah. So it makes you feel like yeah. you know what you're doing. The biscuit thing is that just a. Going it's an Alabama place. thing. That's how it is. It's a, it's a, it's a North out. Like, it, it, you can't just do that anywhere. But like where I'm from, like there's, it's like a, just it's a thing, I guess. Yeah, gas station biscuits, right? Like legit, yeah. like gas stations that that have cooks that make there. their own biscuits. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like just like, just like 
horrible either. Like it's not what you're thinking. It's no, they're I, legit. I get what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, they are. They are good. Yeah. When I stayed with him, he took me around. Right. right. And here's how big time he is. We walk in, <laughs> and he gets like a and it's like a mellow yellow and a biscuit. And he walks up to pay, and that guy goes, "No, you don't. You don't pay for this." <laughs> he just walks out. I don't remember that. Yeah, it was. I was like, man. A mellow day, yellow. Day in the life. I was it, mellow yellow. it was something like I don't that. Know. It, it wasn't Fanta. a mellow yellow. It wasn't a fan. Uh, a no. squirt. It was something weird. Yellow, one of the yellow sodas. It was something really weird. It could have been a sun drop. That's probably what it was. I've never even heard of sun. That must be a southern thing. What is a yeah. sun drop? Sun drop. No, I don't know what a sun drop is. Well, you got a lot to learn, Joel. Apparently, I do. You got a lot to learn. You got to help man. me out. Biscuits and sun drops, apparently. Well, I'll tell you what. I think that's the only thing Brian Thrift drinks is sun drop. Is that right? Yeah, I swear. Hmm. Every time I see him doing, doing his, he does a podcast or whatever, he's yeah. always got a sun drop. Hmm. So it must be, must be something to it. Everybody run out and get a bunch of sun drops then, apparently. Yeah. 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 I'm, In I'm, a can. I'm, I've never had yeah. one, so I think I might have to have one tomorrow morning. Maybe. Clearly, yeah. Man. But hmm. yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't drink them that often. But I think Thrift's probably got a 12-pack of them in his boat right now. <laughs> yeah. Probably just sh- crushing them on the water. <laughs> what, uh, what is your secret to staying healthy on the road? Do you have a secret to staying healthy on the road? Other than the fact that you're young, do you guys do anything else besides? Well, my, my wife, she's she uh, eats somewhat healthy, mm-hmm. so she has to. So I kind of follow along her lead, you know. Got it, yeah. We got to try to eat somewhat healthy. I'm not going to say I'm like the healthiest person in the world. Alton's not. I really don't eat healthy on the road, but my biggest thing is I eat healthy when I'm at home. And I work out when I'm at home because I trash my body when I'm on the road. It's hard not to. I mean, like if I was to get eliminated tomorrow night, I'd probably drive until 2 a.m. and, you know, try to get as many hours under the road and sleep in the back of my truck. And I mean, I'm just trying to get, you know, get to and from as fast as I can. And that usually ends up me stopping. That's what I should do. Yeah. That's stopping at McDonald's and having a Red Bull at one o'clock in the morning and, and stuff like that. Yeah, you feel yeah. absolutely horrible the next day. Yeah, it's, you're you might as well over. not even do it because it's like you're sick the next day because of it. Yeah, that's what we do though. When you uh, when you say you work out, what do you do? What do you do? Are you uh, I actually go to the cycle cardio? No, I do a, weights. I do, I do a kickboxing class. That sounds like fun. And it's called Nine Round Fitness. It's cool. it, it's fun. It's different every day. Yeah, and it's like thirty five minutes and it kicks my butt. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. That's impressive. I'm impressed right now. Put him up. Better watch out. <laughs> you throw a punch. Let's Duke. Let's Duke it punch. out. I'm just, I'm just waiting for that dude to throw across my line sometime. You know? <laughs> Do you guys get nervous with the camera or no? Or are you used to having the camera on board with you? No, but I, when it, when it's tough, it's mm-hmm. like like it is now and you got a camera on you mm-hmm. and you feel like you have to, I don't know. It depends how you're doing and what you're on. It's more pressure. For sure, yep. but I mean, I wouldn't say like I don't like having a camera. It's it's a it's a it's a catch twenty two. I don't know what is that yeah. saying like because if you're catching yeah. them, dude, it's like the yeah. best thing ever. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. If you're not catching them, it's it's really unpleasant. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> really unpleasant. Try to use because you feel like they're waiting, you know, for something, and it's not happening. I'm letting you it's down. Like, yeah. So first event, let's uh, look down the schedule. Uh, is there anyone in particular that uh, you're looking forward to more than the others? Uh, probably what everyone would say is the St. Lawrence. I mean, it's it's a place that a lot of us have been before, mm-hmm. and I've actually been up there that time of year, and I don't know what kind of weight limits they're going to put on us. If they do a three-pound minimum, it might change, but mm-hmm. like it's it's unreal that time of year. Really? It's going to be record-breaking, smash fest. Yeah, I'm stoked about that. I mean... 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> Champlain, I probably have an idea more there than anywhere, but I mean, yeah, I mean, they're going to be fun. It's going to be some fun tournaments. Yeah. We're going to have to really, this could be the lowest weight one. Um, all year. All year. For sure. Man, that's crazy. Think well, about we, that. and we got, big, big fish, but you know, numbers, yeah, it'd right. be the lowest one. You got Fork and mm-hmm. Raleigh mm-hmm. on the schedule too, which yeah. I mean, yeah. the problem with springtime tournaments is it can either be unbelievably fantastic or you know you hit a cold front and it's going to be a tough situation like we have here but if we can hit one of those two raleigh or fork right Mm -hmm. it'll it'll be unbelievable yeah it'll be fun so how about heavy hitters little chat before we started here about what it's Mm going to take to qualify for heavy hitters as of this moment you two haven't hit five pounds yet correct right you have a five pounder no no i've only i've got like a three nine or something's my big one you're on them. So, so you have some work to do. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm behind the eight ball with a three. Uh, yeah, so the heavy hitters, we have to have our, our biggest five over the next five tournaments. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, we were talking about it. It's probably going to be in the 25-pound range, I'm guessing. Yeah, it's a lot of days on the water, and mm-hmm. we're, we're in big fish factories. Yep. Uh, At least. That's, dude, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to qualify for the next round yesterday when i was right there on the bubble is i was like dude i need a five pounder yeah i'm setting myself up in a hole yep. um if i don't get that so i get another day to go out there to try to set you know set myself up more time on the water absolutely yeah absolutely. Yep. That's big key. will you adjust at all say you find yourself to be super comfortable in the cut will you go ton of big swim bait and try to find a giant fish at all will you find yourself doing that at all or not probably not but out no. Alton always runs into some big fish. I think he's one like big bass, like more tournaments than you've not. I mean, you've, you've caught a lot of big fish in there, and yeah. these major league, tur- major yeah. league tournaments. Yeah. yeah, I think in the last two years I've mm-hmm. won big bass of the day. I've never won big bass of the tournament in my entire life ever, even like jackpot stuff. Mm-hmm. But I won big bass of the day like four or five times. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty impressive. Uh, I, tend know- to, I tend to just dumb into a big one every now and again. <laughs> Yeah, it's the normal stuff though. You just gotta throw it in front of yeah. one out here. I mean, it's it, you don't really target them. I mean, it's just getting a bite and then yeah. boom, it may be a monster. This time of year, there's not really a specific. If you're fishing for a fish, you're fishing for a big one. That's just the time of year. Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. and especially the conditions. I mean, yeah, you're just fishing for a bite. You know, you go to Lake Fork or something, and you get comfortable, and mm-hmm. a big swim bait might play, but not not here. You won't see yeah. me fish any different. Are you guys uh, stoked about heavy hitters? If we make it. Yeah. It's I mean, gonna, it'd be it's cool. It's going to be a tough tournament to make. Yeah. It'll, it'll be an awesome event, though. I mean, you know, just the prize money that's at stake for, I mean, that that last day. Dude, 100000 100, for the, the biggest fish is, is crazy. Isn't that? That's, that's, There's a that's really epic. good chance that the dude that wins the thing is going to make win, catch big bass, too. Possibly, I mean, yeah. It's a really good chance of it. That'd so. be a big deal. Be I'm awesome. Gonna, I hope I get to fish it. I've never been down there in May. I was just thinking about if I if you lo- if you lose like a nine or ten pounder, like the last day. Just watch a hundred grand go. That would be go away at your fingertips. That'd probably that'd be the hardest. I mean, outside of oh, that would be horrible. That'd probably be but, the hardest fish loss of yeah. Um, yeah. There's a camera on board. You may see the biggest fit of all time. Yeah, yeah. Ever to happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. It's rough. So that'd be cool to see. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, it'd be rough. Yeah. So let's talk about. Um, Let's talk about the sponsor game. So you have a <coughs> brand new slick looking wrap. 
I do. Talk about, talk about Mystic. I do. Yeah. Uh, picked up a new title sponsor this mm-hmm. year, yeah. Mystic Lubricants. Uh, they're an oil company. They they uh, do oil products for basically anything you can imagine, all the way from big, giant construction vehicles all the way down to your boat and motor and truck, or if you drive a Prius, they got something for that too. Um, so they, they, they're going to be a great partner. Uh, I'm really looking forward to, to working with them all year, and that wrap looks pretty sweet. It's a good looking wrap. Yeah. I like good. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yours was my favorite last year. The new, really? the new color. Yeah, yeah. The new color kind of stands out. I really like it. It's a good looking wrap. Thanks. Yeah, they did a good job on it. Mm-hmm. They, uh, the, the wrap. I took it to South Carolina this year, um, and the the logos are like reflective. So at night they 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 light up if you have light on, which is pretty cool. Yeah, That's I hadn't seen that before. It's like chrome or what. No, it's just like the material. When the light hits it, it they 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 glow. That's pretty awesome. It's magic. Yeah. Magic. What uh, what pushed you to do the lighter color? Because you've run like a dark wrap previously, haven't you? Yeah. La- last year it was more of a it was it was white kind of mm-hmm. with lighter. Gray. It was mm-hmm. a little bit lighter. So last year was your lighter wrap, is what I meant. Yeah. 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 This was it. Try to that gray is kind of my color, I guess. So mm-hmm. I try to go with something like that. You know. New year, new you. Yeah, new year, new me. New truck. <laughs> I just mix it up. I just mix it you up. You like that new truck? Yeah. Yeah. They cool diesel. I got a diesel this year. Um, but, yeah, it's nice. How many miles do you guys expect to put on your rigs this year? What's, what's your what's what your is, yeah, He rate? puts a bunch on his probably. He's got to drive to Texas. Uh, oh, right. I mean, like I'll, pro- I'll put like 45 on it this year probably. Mm. Yeah, something like that. That's probably what I do. So it'll just depend. It's a long ways to like St. Lawrence. The key is you got to fly back and forth. You got to leave your rig up there. Right, right. I mean, I think it's like sixteen hundred miles for me to get up it's there. It's a long ways. Yeah, it's a long ways. Yeah, so you're putting some miles on it. Oh, so my, my, yeah, forty, forty-five thousand is usually what it, we do. Yeah, shit, crazy, but it's just basically to the tournaments and back. Yeah, when I'm at home, I typically don't drive my rig all too much. It's kind of hard to drive take. a Prius around. I don't drive a Prius. He's got the little, what is it, the dancing mouse car, the Kia Soul. I used to. It's it's gone now. Oh. But yeah, I did. I did have a little Kia Soul. That's what I'd creep around. Just to zip around in. Yeah, really. It's not what you'd expect him to. No, it's not. <laughs> no. I love Dude, that car. It's gone I hopped, though. I hopped yeah. in the car with him to go to the to the uh, anglers meeting at. We're riding dirty. Smith. <laughs> he's like listening to like. I don't know. It was like two chains. Dude, the mirror's hanging off of this thing. He's like, talks it off, and he's like revving his engine as we're coming into the parking lot. <laughs> that was funny. Wow. The Kia what? Soul. Yeah, it's not, it's not here anymore, but it's a fun little car. Yeah. What's your uh, road music? Mix I, it up a little bit every I mix it up. I'm either country or rap. That's usually what I – that's what my uh, XM stations are. Mm-hmm. That's that's pretty much it though. Yep. Yeah, you'd have no idea who listens to my Spotify playlist. Like, if you're like, "Who's is this?" You'd ha- you would know if this is like a 12 year old teenage girl or a hardcore. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or it's like rapper rap. Yeah. Yeah. There's, really. There's everything. It doesn't surprise me. You're... There's. It's really depends all on the over day. the place. Yeah. <laughs> so I listen to literally everything, and when when I'm feeling real, for yes. No, I, I listen to podcasts sometimes <laughs> when I'm driving. Get out of here. I listen to podcasts whenever I'm just not into music. So uh, there's one that's called My Favorite Murder. It's like a crime podcast. Yeah, I'd listen to that. It's, pretty, it's it. pretty interesting. You do listen to it? I would listen you would? to that. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. a big time crime. All we did on our off days when we stayed with him is we sat on the couch and watched live PD and cops. <laughs> yeah. 
My favorite shows, uh, first forty eight. It's a homicide show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I watch like I've watched like every episode. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that kind of stuff. I need to check that out. Check that out. It's literally just two chicks and like people mail in like their hometown stories of like the the craziest thing that's ever happened in their town and they just read the stories. That's uh-huh. all it is. So it's pretty cool. What's the, what's the name again? My favorite murder. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. I better jot that down. Yeah, better jot. It's a good way to kill the time when they're on the road. Yeah, that's what it's all about. It's just killing the time. You guys going home? You going straight to Florida? I am going. What's your plans between now and Okeechobee? I'm going home, unfortunately. I'd like to go straight to Florida, but I actually don't have a hydraulic jack plate on this boat yet. My Atlas jack plate just got shipped to the house Uh because... A lot of changes happened, boat and motor changes happened mm-hmm, this That's year. right, yeah. And so uh, all that happened late, my Atlas jack plate got to my house on Monday. So I'm going to drive home, have that thing installed, because mm-hmm. you don't want to go to Florida without a hydraulic jack plate. Right, right. And so I'm going to have that put on and then essentially turn right back around and drive 20 hours to Okeechobee. Oh, wow. Wow. So you're, and you're just a hop, skip away. Yeah, know? I'm going to go home. I'm actually, I signed up for a BFL in Smith Lake. Not a boy. Saturday, so. Really? Yeah, I'm going to fish that. Sure, that's going to be high and muddy. Yeah, it probably will. Probably be. We're supposed to get like five to ten inches of rain this week. So I'm going to just fish it Saturday. I, I hadn't fished one in a while, in a long time. I was yeah. just like, it's 20 minutes from the house. I might as well just Why not, go right? fish. Yeah. Have you fished any FLW stuff? Uh, I've fished some coasters back in the day. Back in the day. But uh, yeah. none this year at the mm-hmm. moment. The problem is, is like, there's there's a really good division in Texas, but mm-hmm. it's all like East Texas, and that's right. like three to three and a half hours from my house, and so it's it's not easy to just pop out there, you know, for a day, and and fish those events. So, but yeah. if as soon as there's a BFL region, like I'm sure it's coming, you know, in Central Texas, because mm-hmm. we got a we got a lot of good lakes, you know, within an hour of me, um, I'll be I'll be fishing all those because it's it's. There's nothing more fun than fishing just a little more laid back derby than what we're used to. Got it. Like I've, I've fished some team tournament stuff. Yeah. It's an open series that fished around, and just fishing a team tournaments with our buddy Shane Howe this year was was a lot of fun. Yeah. So, I signed up for what are, what are they called? What are the coasts called again? The Toyota series. Toyota series. Mm-hmm. I signed up for two of those. Nice. Right you fishing any yak Wait. derbies? Uh no no not well my I'm I'm putting on a kayak tournament in the fall again I did one last year that's right yeah that was a lot of fun but I'm doing one of the we're doing that again I think this fall so it should be a good time let's run through your kayak thing again so we've we've done some stuff with you but when did you get into that um it's been pretty yeah a couple years and you know it's it's hard obviously to find a lot of time to fish out of them but I Mm -hmm. still try to when I can I mean it's just something it's just fun just to you know, instead of taking the boat out, I mean, just take it out and go to a creek or something to mess around. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's fun to do in the off season, really, and just do something a little different. But what I was, I fished my first kayak tournament, and it was crazy how close to the boat you would actually get a bite. Like you could be like three or four or five feet from, a, yeah. you know, I was catching them on a frog, and like they would blow up like right near the kayak. <laughs> and eat it, and it's I guess because you're so quiet. Yeah, I mean they had no clue you were there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Trolling motor may be quiet to us, but those fish hear it. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, especially with a lot of the advances in trolling motors this year, I think it'll be a big player for like shallow fishing. Yeah, things like that. You can ease up on that kayak sneak. Yeah, sneaky. <clears throat> Have you seen the videos of the guys with like the cane pole and a buzz bait? 
Where they like go I've, back and forth on reed lines. I've seen something like that. Yeah, dude. They're, they literally not... like they'll have like an eight foot pole and they'll just be like paddling real slow and just like like all in and out of the reed lines. And dude, it's the buzz bait's literally like just straight tied to the end of this rod with this much line out, and they just lift five pounders. In the, what? In the I, I no, I hadn't seen that. No, I, I lied. I, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you all video of it. Yeah, I'll check that out. Crazy, <clears throat> crazy. Um, is there any advantage to being your age as it relates to electronics? And I asked Wheeler and Neil this same question about a year ago. I asked them because you. You two have grown up in an electronic world, period. I mean, so yeah. So my theory is that you're already predisposed to understand electronics better. Am I inaccurate? I, mean, Am I, I accurate? think all technology, like our, our age group mm-hmm. is uh, just, we grew up around it. We've mm-hmm. grown up with phones in our hands, iPads, you know, yep. in front of computers. So I think the learning curve is a little less, but these electronics we run these days, mm-hmm. they're pretty self-explanatory i don't think it's super complex Mm -hmm. i mean you could take most people just off the street and they'll be able to you know see a brush pile on side imaging or you know things like that um there are some guys that are definitely better than others but i wouldn't consider myself an electronics pro i mean i know we can all read them yeah yeah we can all read them and like we know how to find fish offshore when they're but what separates yourself is like a tournament like this and like the guys who are like above average or the guys who are the best, they're, they're, they're some of the best in the world at reading mm-hmm. electronics. Mm-hmm. They'll f- find something in no matter right. what the conditions yeah. are. And that's when it's impressive. I think it's, go ahead. Sorry. I mean, like if it was in, the tournament was in the summer, like we'd all be out there looking at electronics and mm-hmm. we'd all catch them. But like, the guys who can use it all times of the year is impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not that good at it. I think the guys that really set themselves apart these days are the guys that can find fish using their graphs in, like, less than 10 foot of water. Yeah. Those are the guys that really set themselves apart, and uh, I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. I mean, I can catch a bass on live because of live scope, but that's, like, <laughs> yeah. that's like so easy a caveman can do it. I'm, I'm not an electronics guy at all. Yeah. When you can find stuff less than 10 foot of water is – and then catch fish off of it is like Alan said. That that's that sets you apart. That's that's probably one of the hardest things to do. Probably what Thrift and Wheeler are doing this week, if I had yeah. to guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What uh, what's one thing you'd most like to improve upon? If you do one thing better, what would it be? Dude, I, I my biggest weakness, which we won't really have any tournaments like that this year, but are summertime fishing like. Tennessee River Ledge type tournaments, we just don't have that in Texas. Uh, we have offshore fishing, but it's they're, they're not current bodies of water, so they're they're relating to a brush pile or a, a stump or something like that. They're not just on a current break and there's a million of them there and mm. high pressure schools and things like that. So that's something I would like to get better at. I probably won't get better at it this year with our schedule, but just that's. That's my biggest well, weakness for sure. Normally, these cold, muddy water tournaments like this is usually my biggest weakness. Mm. Like we've had some classics and stuff that's uh, been cold, muddy, mm. and hard to get a bite, and that's usually where I struggle. I mean, I mean, this week I did good enough, but it's usually my toughest thing I, that yeah. I, I. It's hard to do, hard to figure out. So, 
Do you not feel great about this week? Are you not like feeling like you're the man to beat this week? No, no. I mean, but that's, picking that up, he's always me. the man to beat. No, he sandbags a lot. No, I don't. And I had two bites in practice, and I, I like 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 tomorrow. Like I'll I'll probably go. No, I mean I'll go nowhere where I've been because I mean I've I've caught six fish, so it's not that good. But that's what makes you dangerous at the same time. Yeah, that's right. You're you're like you're just you're just going fishing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. you know that it's gonna be it's a lot harder to go back to places that have been pounded and things like that. You know, a guy that just I'd be willing to say that the guy that wins may not even know he's going to win. He may, with as much as it's changing, he may stumble onto it for sure tomorrow mm-hmm. or or the final day even. Yeah, for sure. I think the guy this tournament is is going to just uh, figure it out uh, the next the next day, and then you know the final day, figure it out even more. That's when you win a tournament, I guess. Yeah. And, I, nine times out of ten, when anybody wins a multi day event, it's something they figure out during. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Every time. Every time. Yeah. We're going to finish with, uh, we're going to bring back the game of uh, bass fishing Jenga. So you played this before. I think so. All right. So you know the game Jenga where you just pull a piece out? Yep. So if you could, if you could, I'll let you go first since you played this before. If you could, all of the qualities of Alton Jones Jr. It can be personal. It can be fishing. I prefer fishing. But if you could pull a Jenga piece out, about Jones Jr. and you could keep that. That would be yours. What would you What would you choose from him? I would choose his big swim bait uh, game. He's got because he's confident in his his big baits. And I don't even know if I own a bait bigger than like six inches. <laughs> <laughs> so not a big bait guy. Not a big bait guy. Okay. But I just. I, we just don't do it all. It's not like popular, mm-hmm. you know, and and so I don't I don't do much of it. I don't have any confidence in it. Like if somebody said go catch one on a glide bait, I'd just laugh at them because I I'm, I don't think I've ever caught one on it. So yeah, it's not really for tournament applications. The right. only reason I'm good at it is because I that's what I do all off season. Mm-hmm. We've got some special bodies of water close to home that are good for it that allow me to learn it. But I don't think you'll see me picking up a glide bait when when a tournament's on the line. Got it. Cause got it's, it. You're fishing for a bite a day type deal. Yeah. So. All right. Same question to you. The all all he of the throws piece. big bait. I mean, you do throw some big swim baits times yeah. in tournaments yeah, yeah. and catch fish on them. Yeah, but then glide baits a whole nother. Yeah. Right. Like there's there's big swim baits and then there's mm. glide baits. Mm. That's the whole. Well, that's, that's, I'm just talking about everything yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 I would take that piece out and put it in uh, my arsenal. Okay. All right. All right. So Can I say his you, bank account? <laughs> you could. You could. <laughs> <laughs> you could. Uh. No, probably. I mean, I said my biggest weakness was probably offshore, um, and I know he lives on Gunnersville and grown up on the Tennessee River. I'd probably take take his uh, just his whole Tennessee my River knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> your digits. <laughs> That's all it is. No, just, waypoints. Yeah, well, I mean, but you know what I mean. You you know how to. It's all about setting up and timing mm-hmm. and like all you boys with your TVA app being like, oh, they're turning the current on at three o'clock. Yeah, type deal. Like, and it's all <laughs> over yeah. my head. So probably probably just like. Um, Tennessee River expertise, probably what I'd choose. Yeah. You wouldn't uh, choose his calm, cool demeanor. Well, he's pretty calm. You're pretty. Yeah, calm you're, you're both pretty chill. You're I don't both pretty get chill. Su- I mean, I get worked up, but not, not terribly. Usually, yeah. when I get worked up, it's because of Baylor football or something. Not <laughs> yeah, not fishing. I don't think I've ever seen either of you two mad ever. You hadn't been with us long enough. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you do, but I just it happens. It, it happens. happens. Yeah. You just don't see it a lot of times. Like, I mean, 
I was frustrated yesterday, but I mean, I mean, nobody would have known probably. But yeah. I mean, I've, just, you learn it doesn't do you any good to be frustrated. Yeah. I mean, it just it just really doesn't. There's nobody that fishes better when they're wigged point. out and frustrated and mad. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not saying I don't get that way sometimes, but it really it just doesn't help. Yeah. So you guys have tackle to work on today. What's what's your schedule for the rest of the day? A uh, little bit. I think I'm gonna rig up. I mean, I didn't set the hook that much, so I don't think I. <laughs> I was about to say it's easy to do tackle when you don't catch any fish. Yeah, it's already ready to go. Doing. It's already ready to go. Rods are on the deck. Probably won't even put them up. <laughs> yeah. Let them get rained on. They'll be good to go. Get nice and lubed up. There you go. Mystic. You gonna use some mystic lubricants yeah. on it? Yeah, I'm gonna put some of those on. We'll end some with, on the line. End it with a with a plug. Yeah. Go. Good job. Yeah. Appreciate you guys coming by. It's good to talk to you. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Had fun. Coming.